that's the benefit of house hacking. If other people can't buy, they can't afford today's prices, they can't justify today's rates, then that is your pool of people. It's time for the Creative Real Estate Podcast, your source for out-of-the-box real estate investing strategies brought to you by ecospace.com. Now here's your hosts, Adam and Jason. Welcome to the Creative Real Estate Podcast. I am your co-host, Jason J. Lou Lewis. And today I'm getting to dive into one of my favorite topics in real estate, both real estate in general and real estate investing, as it doesn't just have to be an investment property. It can, it can be your personal home, which is house hacking. I would not be where I am today without house hacking. Back in the day, you know, it wasn't termed house hacking. It was literally just kind of hacking at it without really knowing what you're doing. But that house I bought in 2015, 2006, 16, actually 2005, 2006. Sorry, it shows kind of how long ago it was, which was it's about 17 years ago. Bought the first house. That house today is worth $350,000, $400,000. I owe around 68,000 remaining on on the principal amount for the loan. I'm cash flowing over 1,000 a month plus because I did restructure it back in the day on a 15-year mortgage, which you know that can be TBD or whether or not that was the right call versus 15 or 30. But anytime I say 15, I know that can be a hot topic, whether that's the right call or not. But another time, another podcast on that. But it is set up on a 15 and it's still cash flowing a thousand. And the principal pay down is something like 800 a month. So between that, the numbers are staggering. Truly, how much equity I have into it, how much cash flow I have, and how much principal pay down. And it's all because of house hacking and structuring that house as my very first house 15 plus years ago. What that has done today, if that's my only house I owned or my only rental, other than say my you know personal residence I, I would have, that home alone would make me far exceed the average 55 to 65-year-old's average net worth. So that segment of the population that's going into their retirement years, that one single house that I bought right out of college would allow me at 40 years old to have significantly more net worth, more cash flow, more passive income than the average retiree, essentially. So that's the power of it. House hacking, I know it's kind of got that, that stigma of, well, it's, it's only for 22-year-olds that want to jam roommates in there and live like you're in college. That's not the case. That definitely wasn't the case for me. I did it for years. I did it above and beyond when I actually needed to still do house hacking. I still did it just because there's so many benefits outside just even the financial aspect of it. So that's what I'm going to go in today. There's house hacking that that isn't just for your first primary. You know, I house hack and I still do today my vacation properties, both at Lake and in the mountains. I house hack. I do ski share during the winter and Airbnb in the summer. And there's just so many different ways you can house hack. You can house hack land. You can house hack mountain properties. So not going to go into those today. It's just diving into first time owner rock house hacking, or maybe second or third, but it's mainly it's when you're getting started, you're needing a house hack because you don't have that 
income or that revenue to just go out and buy a bunch of rentals and you're wanting to get in into real estate or you're just wanting your primary. I mean, that's your only goal is just to be able to afford to buy a primary in, in this market. So why I'm doing this, this today is I truly believe that today is more important and makes more sense to house hack today than ever before. And I'm going to go into some of those reasons. So number one, affordability. Affordability today is the least affordable it's it's ever been to be able to justify buying a home. Prices are way up. And also the double whammy, which is why I think it's as important as ever, is interest rates are way up. And they're only going up if you follow what the Fed's expectations are. So that's not a great scenario if you are a younger individual or someone's maybe gone through divorce or this or that that is kind of restarting and doesn't have unlimited funds to just go buy whatever property you want. So I think it's the time today to really look into house hacking, really figure out whether or not it could benefit you. Even if you do have the funds, making sure that house hacking isn't an option for the what ifs. What if the economy does shift? What if you your job gets terminated or something. So looking at the house hacking options, maybe to do, or at least just have them as a back burner. If you own a house to say, how could we house hack this if worst case scenario happens? So house prices are up, interest rates are up. And what that's causing is affordability to go way down, which makes it tough to buy. But that's the benefit of house hacking is if you think of that, if other people can't buy, they can't afford today's prices, they can't justify today's rates, then that is your pool of people. When it's easy to buy, houses are cheap, rates are low, people can just go buy a house. Inventory is way up. That's another you know reason there's just no inventory. Then your pool of who would want to come maybe rent a room or rent a duplex from you if you buy a duplex or such is much lower. So during 08, 09, 2010, in my properties that I converted from three bed to five bed and did per room rental, furnished the rest of the house, my rate that I was able to charge went up because the amount of people that needed a, a clean, presentable room with young professionals skyrocketed during 08 when they couldn't afford to go buy their house or they'd maybe lost their house, the uncertainty. So that allowed me to be in a better position. I never missed a mortgage payment, not one during the downturn. I actually never once didn't cover my mortgage through rent because I did five bedroom houses. So even if one room was vacant, the way it was structured is I still could make my mortgage payment, even with me living there, but even after I moved out of some of these houses. So, so 08, if something was to happen in another I don't know, 08, full-blown 08 happens, but something where the economy softens, rates keep going up, then I truly believe that house hacking increases. Your value of house hacking, the profit you can make through house hacking goes up because affordability goes down, the uncertainty of the market goes up. So people aren't sure if they should buy. They don't know where their job stability is. So they might not be in that position. So they just don't want to lock in and buy a house because uncertainty, overall, just flexibility 
if they're at that point in life where they need that flexibility because of uncertainties. So all of that benefits house hacking. So it doesn't have to be just that slum, high amount of bedroom, college setup. It can be a nice house. So let's just give an example of property avenue contract. It's a triplex. It's an actually, it's a it's an older hundred plus year old home here in the the main part of Denver, um, the urban core. And it's it's been a kind of a hundred year old kind of Victorian mini mansion that's been converted into up down duplex unit up top, the unit on the main level, and the garage actually over the years has been converted into another apartment as well. That's the triplex. So that's $850,000 purchase price. So it's in a very desirable area of town. It's an awesome property. It's cool design. It's original hardwoods. It's original fireplaces. This is not what you expect as kind of a rental. So it has been converted to a rental over the years. But let's say you go buy that as a, as a house hack and you don't want to go the roommate situation. You kind of just want to, you know, try to find a duplex or triplex. So that's an 850 purchase price. So let's just say that, you know, you put your 20% down, which again, house hacking, you can you can get lower, maybe 10, maybe 3%. But let's just say you do the traditional 20%, go the conventional route. And right now, each each of those units is renting for about 1600 a month. So it's bringing in around 4,800 a month. So close to 60,000 a year, 55, 60,000. So that's 30, 4,800 per month. Let's say you take one of those units and you lose that 1,600, but because they're two bedroom, you can rent out one of the rooms at 800 easy, if not, you know, a thousand. And then you are getting at that point, 16 for two units, that's 3,200. And then you would rent say a bedroom of yours. If you wanted, that's 4,000. On an 850 purchase price with today's rates, I put five and a quarter interest rate could go up or down. You know, you can run your numbers. Your mortgage payment on that is around 3,800. So that's without taxes or insurance. So each place is a little different, but let's just say it's principal and interest on that is around 38. So if you were to buy that property, rent two of the units, and then rent your one of the bedrooms in yours, then you would be outside of taxes and interest. You would be making 200 a month. So, and you're living in and paying down an $850,000 house and essentially living for free. And you have the ownership, you have the tax benefit, you have the interest write-off, you have all of the other benefits that I won't get into because that's a whole, you know, calculation and, and, kind of pro forma in itself, just showing the true value of ownership. But let's just keep it simple. The fact that if you buy this, you're living for free. You're living in an $850,000 house for free in a very desirable area of town, and you're paying down principal. Let's just uh, real quick, I didn't run what the principal pay down. Principal pay down on that first, first month is $790. So actually, if you add that back in, your principal pay down, that's $790. So 790 times 12 is $9,480. So outside of living for free, outside of the tax benefits, you're paying down first year $9,500. So you're making, in a sense, $9,500 because if you sell it a year later, you'll, you'll recapture that. So that's the power of 
looking into house hacking with today's rates and uncertainty in the market, demand for those, those units have never been as high as they have been today. So super easy to rent. You can get top dollar on the rental and you have, have that kind of unlimited supply of tenants right now, given the market. So let's say, okay, you don't want to go do a triplex tough to find, which they are, they're a little harder to find. You just want to go buy a four bedroom house and it's 500 grand. Great. Okay. At five and a quarter, putting a 20% down P and I principal and interest is going to be 2275 a month here in Denver. You can rent easy all day, 800 a bedroom. Sometimes I see them a thousand, even twelve hundred, if everything's included, because you know it's kind of an all in, all inclusive deal. And if if you furnished it nice, it's a cool area, have amenity like a nice backyard or such. So let's say you get that four bedroom, eight hundred a month. That's twenty four hundred a month, and then you have your room that you're using. So that's twenty four hundred. Your P and I is twenty seven, twenty two seventy five. So you are living for free and making one hundred twenty five a month, you know, minus your taxes, insurance. So that's great. I mean, you're paying down a $500,000 house, you're in the market. So just to kind of give you those two scenarios of house hacking and the value of it. And there's so much more value guys in that because also a lot of people won't buy a house when they're single or maybe newly married or such because of the cost. So if you're able to look at this and then see the time value of money to hear the fact that the first house I bought between appreciation, principal pay down, I have over $300,000 of equity that other people have paid off. Plus now I'm, I'm cash flowing a thousand in six years when that's paid off, it's set to pay off in 2028, then I'll be bringing in 2,400 cash flow each month. That's all because I thought outside the box. I went outside my comfort zone, found a three bedroom house, kind of house hacked it and converted the attic in the basement, added two more bedrooms and the value of what that will do to me at retirement and later is astronomical. It is truly phenomenal of what financial benefit that first house is bought. And if I wouldn't have a house hacked, if I wouldn't have got roommates, I couldn't afford it to buy you know, my own house and make that all that payment by myself. So I would have been one of my renters and I would have been a renter in someone else's house hack. So at that time, so the benefit of that is amazing. I just want to motivate you guys to look into it wherever you are, whatever market you are, get with an agent, Get with uh, someone on in your real estate investing Facebook group or such and just say, type in house hacking. I guarantee you there's been a lot of posts of people asking or people maybe offering a house that's a great house hack option and just engage, learn, and just make it happen. Just go for it. That first house I bought, I had no idea, guys, zero idea about ownership, about interest rates, about any of that. I was right out of college, even with an undergrad in business. That's not stuff that they really taught you. So I got a college education and I made money getting a college education and home ownership. So it's a high level benefit of house hacking that I'm kind of sharing. It's just more mainly, mainly for motivating you to check into it. I, I just, I don't even want to just quit talking and end the episode because I'm I, I know the benefit. I see the benefit. 
And it's such a great tool, no matter where you are. Even if you get ready to retire, house hacking, talking my mom into potentially doing it. She's getting ready. You know, she's aging. She's been retired for a few years and wants to move closer to my sister. So we're looking at maybe buying a house that's a little bigger, maybe with some rooms where she can have other retired females as roommates that don't want to live alone because this is the last benefit that I'll kind of wrap up. And it's a huge one is the social aspect of house hacking. If you live by yourself in a one bedroom apartment, there is no social aspect. You come home and you have good quality roommates. You have a built-in social network there in the house. And some of my best friends have been people I've lived with that have been roommates of mine and that I've found on Craigslist or word of mouth. So clients of mine, we're actually selling a perfect example. I'm selling a house this weekend here in Golden, Colorado of one of my maybe second year house hacking here in Denver. It was a friend of a friend in college and they had moved out here and needed just a room for a year. I had a room available, boom. And now 10 plus years later, I'm helping them sell the house. I helped them buy two years ago and we helped them buy another house, their move up home already. So that in itself, if you look at the amount of commission dollars from that one house hack tenant, that in itself is just an astronomical number of financial return. If you back in that one year that I had that house and you back in those commissions and add that to the kind of return on investment of that house that year, I mean, you're talking infinite number. I mean, cause it's, it's, it's awesome. It's amazing. There's so many words that I can say and describe, but, um, I want you to motivate you to do it. So I showed you some numbers. I've given you kind of emotional response. Just hopefully you can hear it. My voice of just how much I appreciate house hacking and what it's done for me. Hopefully we can get you out there, get motivated to make it happen. So no matter where you are in your, your career, your age, what your goals are today with rising prices, rising interest rates, and absolutely crushing affordability and, and with the, the rising rates and dollars of homes today, this is the time to check in to see if house hacking could be an option for you. So, all right, guys, that's enough for me for this episode. So until next time, as always, think outside the box. Thank you so much for listening to the Creative Real Estate Podcast. And if you got value from this episode of the podcast, please take the time to leave us a rating and review on iTunes. Give us a written rating and a review. We'd really, really appreciate it. I'm going to let you go. But until next time, think outside the box. 